Uh, all right, so NFL games right now that you'd love, you have to bet on right now before the line. We've seen a lot of line movement Tons. in quite a few games uh, this week. Some of it may be in your favor, some of it not, depending on if you've already had some early bets. Yeah, I, I got a couple that I'm at least looking at. One of them, look, and both of them are underdogs, and both of them are, look, there's stipulations to this, I understand. One of it, I got the Eagles at plus six. That's moved down to four and a half now. I Even if Gardner Minshew is out there, he has a chance with a 104 quarterback rating, four touchdowns and a pick last year as a starter alone in Philadelphia. He can fill in. Remember that after he won that one game and his dad was out there in the parking lot and yeah, hugging him, like, like yep. punching each other? In spot, Mitchell Mania is a real thing, man. Like, yeah. he goes out there, he's a gunslinger, and he makes plays in spot starts. If he was your starter for an entire season, I know we saw it in Jacksonville. It, he's an average quarterback at best. But in this moment, this is like, this is Gardner Minshew's moment. I like that game. And I also like the Texans plus five and a half for the Titans. There's a lot of money starting to come in on the Texans. That moved from eight and a half to five now. That's gone from five and a half to five. So that's moved even just today alone. And, and look, I, I've i seen Houston cover big spreads against good, actual good teams, not teams that have you know lost four straight like the Titans have. The Texans are a really bad football team, but they play so much they play harder than almost everybody else, and they exceed their talent that's on the field every single week. So if they can come close against the Cowboys and they can come close against Kansas City, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility to say that they upset the Titans this weekend. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree. I'm going to take the Eagles plus four and a half at that number. I don't. I think it drops some more, especially considering there's a, a at least slight possibility. Mm-hmm. The question that I have for you guys is if, if somehow, you know, we get by tomorrow or Thursday that it is going to be Gardner Minshew for sure, how much more does it go up? Do Can I get a six again? So, Or is it like going to get big? When the Jalen Hurts news first came out, it went from like one and a half to six. Right. Or six and a half, depending on depending on where you were looking. It's gone down, down to four and a half, yeah. at least at Bet MGM. You think it'll pop back up? I think it'll pop back up. I think you got a, a shot bit. to get a six, five and a half there. Then because I'll you, wait. You, you have the realm, you, you have the at least like the chance that he's going to play with Nick Tiriani and what he said. And Jalen Hurts, like, I guess, nodded when he was asked about whether or not he could play this weekend. So they're kind of trying to keep it in some semblance of a balance there. But I think the minute you find that out, then maybe that number jumps. Maybe that's a wait until kickoff. Like yeah. Wait until kickoff yeah. when he does not yeah. play. And yeah. also, you got to look at the Dallas uh, injury report, too. Yep. You know? Absolutely. You want to look at that secondary. You want to look at the defense. But I think you're going to have a shot. That's when I would wait. If you yeah, want 100%. Philadelphia, I'd wait. If you want to play Dallas, I'd play it tonight at yeah. four and a half because I don't think we're getting Jalen. That's I why I was glad I got it at I six agree. because now that it's down to four and a half, that movement there is more of a, uh, it's not what it was. But I that that Texans line is is intriguing. This dropping is dropping like yeah, a rock. It's dropping, so I wish I got it at eight and a half. Honestly, I yeah. like Niners minus seven. If I don't, I don't know how much it's going to move. It was at seven yesterday, but if I can get the Niners against the Commanders at the crib for less than you mm-hmm. know, if I just without the key number of seven and a half, right? Anything. Seven or under, I really like. I wouldn't do, I probably still would seven and a half, but I like it at seven. The ones that I played, like I've kind of, the ones that we talked about last night, we've yeah. missed the number on. Like I loved yeah. Tampa Bay at four. Now they're all the way up to six, six and, and a half. half. Mm-hmm. So that's a stay away from me. Maybe if Colt McCoy is able to get cleared for this game and it's not McSorley and you get a seven, seven and a half with Arizona, that I don't think we're going to get there though. And then the other one uh, that I'm actually just waiting on, because right now a lot of the numbers that I played are gone. I mean, um, where's the other one at? The Giants are still three and a half. I like the Giants a lot against too. Minnesota. I think that number right there is telling you that they're live actually to win that game plus one forty five. Fact that it hasn't moved. And you know that Kirk Cousins is obviously sensitive to pressure. What do the Giants and Wink like to do? They like the blitz. So I think that could be a rough matchup for him. I liked the Patriots a lot a lot at four, but that went down to three and a half. So there's no reason to really play that right now. The one I'm waiting on though is 
Chicago and Buffalo. Because Chicago's about to get hit with this crazy snowstorm. Mm -hmm. The projections are all over the place, so much that I'm leaving tomorrow now, where like it was 10 to 20 inches. Now it's going to be two to eight, like minimum on Thursday. So we don't know what that weather report's going to look like. Isn't that every snow report, though? Yeah. Isn't every single one? They always want to hedge their predictions where they're like, it could be one to two inches. It could be 10 to 12. This is the boom. This is the bust. Yeah. Okay. uh, You're not giving us much. So right now the Bears are sitting at nine and a half. If that gets to 10, 10 and a half, I'm going to play Chicago, which I know is disgusting, but it was disgusting last week. They covered the number. They had a shot to actually win that game Mm -hmm. against Philadelphia. The reason being they got their two best corners back. So that's going to help that secondary. Not that that defense is any good, but they actually have some playmakers. And we saw it. They picked off Jalen Hurts twice in that game. And as long as Justin Fields is able to go, I I would shut Justin Fields down. That was tough to watch against Philadelphia. He was just hanging in the pocket, just taking an absolute beating. I know he's dinged right now. I expect him to play out the season, though. And I know that they don't have any weapons. Claypool missed the last game. But if I get the Bears 10, 10 and a half, I'm playing them. But I'm just going to wait. I don't love it as much, obviously, at 9.5. I want that 10. I want the 10, too. That's what I'm hoping for. I think I think Chicago can keep it close. We talked about this last night. This is a look-ahead spot for the Buffalo Bills. Like They're looking forward to, to Cincinnati. You could say the same thing about Cincinnati against the Patriots. Both key spots uh, where you could see them sort of looking ahead. And then the other one I'm waiting on is I want the Carolina Panthers, but not at two and a half. I want them at three. I know how popular the Lions are. I know that they need to win to get in. They need to win out. I know that they're humming offensively right now and they look better defensively. But Jared Goff against that defense, Carolina is still top 10 DVOA pretty much like every statistical category on the defensive side of the ball. Darnold hasn't been that bad. And Carolina's still alive, obviously, to win that division. I'm kind of rooting for them because Tampa keeps screwing me over. If we get a three, three and a half, I like Carolina a lot. And I think we might get there. What do you think, Pete? Do you think we get to three? Because right now, Detroit two and a half is minus 115 at MGM. I think that's telling you that we might get to three on this thing. Yeah, I took the three earlier today. So I'm with you. I you like, got Carolina? I like Carolina a lot. Carolina's one of my favorite plays of the week. I like Carolina a lot. I know all you guys are on San Francisco. I actually like the Commanders quite a yes. bit. Yes! It's my favorite play. By the way, you ruined it last week. You remember what you said, right? I knew it was going to happen when you said right because Nick's money. excited. I was right on the And money. I knew the minute you said it, I was like, oh, yeah, they're definitely losing now because I'm excited. And, and that's exactly and what Even though they got San, screwed. And now you love San Francisco. I do love San Francisco. I love my Commanders pick even more good. right now. This is like good. Them. So San Francisco just clinched the NFC West, right? So really all they have left to play for is the two or the three seed. There's not much. The Commanders, their backs are against the wall now. And they're not going to this game to try and cover it. They need to win Mm -hmm. this game. And it's going to be defensive. It's going to be low scoring. Heineke, you bring up a great point. You know, he's not putting up many points, but they just have a belief in him when he's Mm -hmm. out there. And uh, they can believe all they want, but they need to get in the end zone too. That'd be nice. I like the under a lot in that game, 39 and a half. A lot of, of, I would look at rushing props in those games too. Now, Washington's pretty good against the run too. Those are both good defenses, but you're going to see a lot of, a lot of action on the ground. I actually, yeah, I got that at seven and a half today, so I'm glad to see it's down to seven. I got the hook there. And then I like the Jets on Thursday. I know a bunch of people like the Jags. We were talking about this yesterday. It's the same game as Jets-Lions was. The Jags are like the AFC version of the Lions. And I like the fact that everybody who took the Lions because they were fading Zach Wilson, they feel validated because they won their bet. So they're going to go right back to the well this week and take Jacksonville and fade Zach Wilson again. I think this line closes at Jets minus two, two and a half, like we saw against Detroit last week. I like the Jets to win. I think they bounce back. You know what? I think that they win and they bounce back too, but I hate that because I need my over six and a half wins. Not that it's, you know, make or break coming up this week, but 
Trevor Lawrence is the number one rated quarterback here the last month of the season. 14 touchdown passes to just one pick, but I think you're right there. I just can't bet on I can't bet on Zach Wilson after what he did to us this weekend. Not that that was on him. Statistically, if you look at the numbers, he threw for over 300 yards, but he's not good. He that did. was a terrible he interception. Awful. He looks like an XFL quarterback, I got to be honest. What do you guys yeah, think of Steelers Raiders? You haven't talked about that game much. It's fascinating. Look, you know as a Ravens fan, I've seen a billion primetime games in Heinz Field in my life. It takes a certain kind of team to go into Heinz Field at night and win in that place, no matter how bad the team is. And I just look at the Raiders and how they're coached and how they've played all season. And I just, I like Pittsburgh. I do you though? Yeah, I do too. And the Raiders always play Pittsburgh tough. They always do. For whatever reason, every, every franchise has that team that always gives them problems. And the Raiders are that team for the Steelers. So it does worry me that it's at a key number. But I'm telling you guys, Heinz Field at night is as tough as it I kind of like the money line only, minus 155. And I agree. Do you get those commander's boosts on BetMGM? Yeah, I do. Yeah. And that's the game I would use it on is Pittsburgh yeah. money line. Yeah. See, and that's, that's my only game. problem. I plan on playing the Raiders with you. And I, I mean, I'm sorry. I plan on playing the Steelers with you. I thought that that was going to be the right side. But this on the look ahead was one. It was a pick, and now we're at three. That's the only thing that scares me a little bit. Mm. I don't want to play the three. So you can get it from minus 155 to plus 114. All right, well, there you go. Yeah. If you yeah. have the commander's boost. you got boost, the boost, that's the game. Yeah. I think I already used my commander's boost. Yeah. I don't know what it was on. You got to yeah. use it in Man. every state. Minus 155, though, on Trubisky, I don't think I could do. Or Mason Rudolph, or even Kenny Pickett. But I do think the Steelers are the right side. I just, I kind of wish that the Raiders would have closed that game out. Only for that, even though I, well, they did. So I, I guess it didn't really matter. No. Because they won that game. Yep. Although it wasn't very impressive. They won really by default. They really find new ways to lose. I can't believe they found a, a unique way to win this one. <laughs> like, I'm pretty shocked And that by was that. more than just unique. Yeah, Could you guys Chandler imagine, Jones though, like, if, Jones that was the, oh. if that was the Broncos or the Cardinals, and that was like Kingsbury's team or Hackett's team that finished that way, we would still be crucifying. But because it was Belichick, we're like, Oh, it's Jacoby Myers. Like, what are they doing? You know what I mean? Belichick hasn't been very good in years. And I think the biggest mistake that he made was just bringing Patricia back because there was no space for him. Unless you're putting him on the defensive side of the ball and you're not going to do that because you're not going to, you know, you're not going to demote your own son for him. You know what's interesting is everybody gives Belichick a hard time for being this, like, cutthroat guy that gets rid of his players when they're either pay- getting paid too much or they're, they've seen better days or they're washed. But, like, he always when, makes the right call. But when he, yeah, and he makes the right call there, but. What is he doing for his own coaching staff? Because he's bringing them back, and the loyalty for them is there for really no reason. No, that's true. He did make the right call on J.C. Jackson, it turns out, he though. Does. Jeez. Oh. Sure he, he's earned the resume to have people overlook